Good morning, thanks for watching and welcome to the final trading session of the week, which is going to kick off with a pretty reasonable improvement, up by around three quarters of a percent as far as what the SPY is indicating. Uh, but then you look at what happened on Wall Street and you think, well, gee, we're uh, undercooked a little bit compared to what we saw in the United States last night. And there's probably a good reason for that. The gains were essentially driven by what came out of the tech space. So uh, given our modest exposure to that universe, that explains why we're underplaying the improvements to, to that extent. But in terms of what drove the gains, not only uh, over the course of this session, but in terms of the way the narrative has developed in the last couple of days in terms of the US earnings season, it all comes down to the impressive results that we've seen out of the marquee tech names. And in recent weeks and months, anyone following the markets is uh, well aware of the concerns that uh, tech, tech organizations have faced in terms of uh, what uh, the rising interest rate picture means for the variety of revenue streams that re they rely on, uh, rising bond yields and what that means for their stock valuations. Uh, so all of those concerns have been diminished over the course of the last couple of days following the reports. And the latest contribution to that uh, picture uh, was Meta Platforms. They reported during the session and uh, the stock finished up by about 14% after they handily bettered expectations. Their revenue came in at uh, just under $29 billion. That was well ahead of the market's expectations. Earnings per share also substantially better than expectations at $2.30. Uh, but also, when you look under the bonnet um, and you listen to the earnings call and the comments made uh, for, by the organization, there were some very encouraging aspects of uh, their description of what's happened in the last quarter. Uh, much better engagement in relation to their platforms. Artificial intelligence making a big impression as well. Uh, which is improving the monetization uh, that these organizations are able to, to deliver. And that has really encouraged investors as well and has been put in the picture of the more challenging consumer spending uh, picture that we're seeing emerging uh, through higher interest rates. Uh, after the market closed, Amazon uh, reported their earnings as well. This was a much better than expected figure that saw the stock up by 7% in after hours trade. But when you look at some of their key metrics, you know, um, their Amazon Web Services business, uh, the revenue there was about 16% better than what the market had anticipated. Their advertising business uh, delivered a result that was about a third better than what the market had expected. So in the context of the economic picture to be delivering these sorts of results, results, uh, it uh, makes you understand why the stock prices have re um, uh, re reacted the way they had uh, following the, the earnings. So uh, in after hours trade, Amazon shares are up by about 8%. They were up by as much as 12% at their best levels in the immediate aftermath of having reported. So that's one part of the picture. And um, it helps explain why stocks finished at their best levels of the day last night. The S&P 500 up by almost uh, about 2%. The Nasdaq was up uh, by almost 2.5%. And the Dow Jones up by 1.6%. So stocks firmly focused on earnings. What they did do though, is ignore another important part of the equation, which is what we saw in the form of the economic news last night. Uh, the first estimate of growth in the uh, first quarter of the year uh, showed that the US economy moderated from an annualized pace of growth of 2.6% 
to 1.1%, below the market's expectations and quite a significant slowdown in terms of activity. That's one thing. But then within those numbers, the inflationary figures were higher than expected in terms of uh, the inflationary deflators. It's the worst, worst of both worlds. Uh, if you want to invoke the um, stagflation uh, title, you'd be justified in doing that under the circumstances. Um, and it is interesting to note that uh, notwithstanding that moderation in growth, you still saw a substantial rise in bond yields last night as investors focused on those deflators. So a two-year government bond in the US, a two-year treasury, up by about 16 basis points. 10 years up by 10 basis points. So very substantial in terms of the rise in both short and long-term interest rates. Under normal circumstances, that would have been a stiff headwind as far as stocks were concerned. Stocks ignored that. They were focused on the earnings, which is fair enough under the circumstances to an extent. Um, but nonetheless, uh, this is a very interesting um, dichotomy now that we're seeing in terms of the relationship between these two markets. Tonight is an important night in the United States uh, because uh, not only will we, will we see a measure uh, of employment costs, we'll also see the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, which is tied to what US workers earned and spent over the course of the last month, the PCE deflator. So really a crucial night uh, on the economic uh, side of things as well. And also additionally, you'll see the Chicago Purchasing Managers Index released as well, key uh, barometer of what's going on uh, in the northeast of the United States in relation to manufacturing. So it'll be interesting to see how not only bond yields uh, perform amidst that, but uh, what impact that has on the euphoria that we're currently seeing where stocks are concerned. As far as the European markets were concerned, uh, they weren't able to capture the uh, exultant nature of US performances last night. The FTSE ended down by a quarter of a percent. The French market up by a quarter. Uh, the German DAX was flat. Interesting to note though, the night before there was a lot of pressure on drug makers and pharmaceutical stocks in general because of the proposed uh, revisions to pharmaceutical regulation in uh, Europe, in particular the Eurozone. Last night, one of the best performances in the European space was Sanofi, the uh, drug maker. Uh, that stock finished a, a little bit weaker, but over the course of the last uh, month or so, you've seen it rise by about 20%. Uh, that came down to some uh, earnings which met expectations, but these expectations had a high bar. It all comes down to uh, some uh, a blockbuster drug that they've had that's performing extremely well. The outlook statement was uh, particularly encouraging. Um, so uh, just uh, interesting to note the contrast between uh, the two sessions. Nonetheless, as we look forward to today, it's an important day for a variety of reasons. We've got uh, a sales update from Coles. We've got Woodside with an AGM today. Um, there'll be some topical issues uh, ventilated in that forum. And then we've also got private sector credit. As to whether or not that's gonna make a big impression on things today, uh, that remains to be seen. Next week, of course, we've got the RBA's decision on rates. The Aussie dollar hasn't done all that much uh, over the course of the last day. It's at 66.28 uh, US cents. As I said, uh, those economic figures in the US tonight will make for a very interesting end to what has already been a fascinating week. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week.